Hey everybody, this is Patrick Cacciatore here with No Struggle, No Story. Here on No Struggle, No Story, we speak with highly successful athletes about struggles or adversities that they have faced and how they use these experiences to grow not only as athletes, but people as well. Today, I'm super excited to bring you on former Iowa State baseball player and a great friend of mine, Ty Henry. So thanks for coming on, my man. Yeah, no problem. Happy to be on. No, seriously, I, uh, you know, really grateful to know you and have heard your story, you know, personally. And, you know, I know what, you know, you've been through. And I think, you know, it's really inspiring. And just it's something that so many people can learn from. Um, you know, I know I learned something from it. So I'm going to kind of give it to you and let you start off wherever you feel like it's best. And we can kind of go from there. Sure. Thanks, Pat. Um, as Pat said, my name is Ty Henry, uh, former Iowa State baseball player. Um, I'm actually nebraska guy now i actually work at the university of nebraska um so go big red gotta support that um so anyone that is a husker fan you know gotta support them um yeah so i'm gonna kind of go a little bit in pieces like my story is kind of all over and what's kind of interesting about this um I'm actually writing a book about my story. So if you guys ever want to like know more about my story, stay tuned. Um, we can definitely talk about that more later on. Um, so most of my story kind of goes back into the college years of what Pat was talking about when I was playing at Iowa State Baseball. Um, and kind of bits and pieces. It's kind of one of those things where I had to go through adversity. I had to lose something important in my life. Um, and I'll kind of touch in pieces of that idea of a gift or like a family member, um, but kind of paint that picture a little bit. I'm going to go a little bit back and then I'll kind of move forward. And then I'll talk about the reasonings behind this a little bit. Um, so back towards my sophomore year of college, probably towards the beginning part, um, maybe like August, September, Labor Day weekend. Um, I just basically, I just got back from the internship at, over in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, working with baseball company and getting ready for another semester. Um, that weekend, we were all meeting down in Des Moines, uh, Des Moines, Iowa at the Iowa Cup Stadium Principal Park for a baseball game. My mom had tickets, and so all of us were invited, all the family, my brother-in-law, like basically the whole big family. It was fun, exciting event. I was so excited um, to drive sure. down there. Um, but what I didn't realize is a curveball was going to be thrown in my way, which here again, I'm a baseball guy, so that's kind of funny. Um, so driving down, like I said, I'm very excited for this opportunity to just spend time with family and people I haven't seen in a while, kind of get away from everything. Um, and so I pull into the parking lot, um, park my car, walk into the principal park stadium facility, show them my ticket, go into the elevators, um, had to walk a couple, uh, couple of ways to get to the place I was going, um, in the stadium, open up the door. And I was, what I was expecting as I'm opening up that door, this is going to be a fun, exciting thing. Um, like I said, kind of you know, imagine this sunny day. Well, I opened up that door and it was, it was sunny day outside to be honest, but it's one of those things where a curveball was thrown in my way. And I mean, like it was completely just dead silent in the room and really awkward. And one of those things where I just 
I just said hi first, one of those things, just said hi to everyone. And, and then I kind of just said, hey, what's going on? And then once I saw my mom and just kind of saw her face, that's when I realized something was going on. And so she, she pulled me aside. We went outside and uh, we were talking about this. And what it was is this is kind of the beginning of what is going to be a big part of my story and what uh, I kind of have gone through a little bit through that time is um, we just found out um, a, day <clears throat> a day before that my aunt, one of my mom's sisters, who's basically, she's kind of like a second mother to me. So imagine someone that has grown up with you, um, taught you everything, stuff like that, been every at every single event, baseball games, la-da-da, everything. She was diagnosed with bone marrow cancer. And for a lot of people that don't know what that is, that is totally fine because I did not know what that is at all. Basically what it is. So imagine this bone marrow is inside your body. That is the thing that's underneath your bones that helps um, pump the blood. And what was lacking is um, with the bone marrow cancer, my aunt Davies bone marrow was deteriorating. And so finding that out is one of those things where for who I am, I'm a problem solver big time. I had a ton of questions. I'm like, okay, what caused this mom? What do we need to do? Da, 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 da. And my mom's like, she didn't know. And it was one of those things um, through that process and something that's so important to us is faith. Um, my mom and I just, we just, we had a trust in faith. And in the beginning, just like that with having something like adversity um, thrown at you when you don't even expect it. Like I said, having a curveball that just comes out of the blue that just hits you on the hands. And you know, that happens in life. Like I, I will say that multiple times that um, as you're going through life, whether you were a good person, bad person, you have a faith background or like whatever values you, be you believe in, things can happen and things do happen for a reason. Um, and what was interesting, I didn't quite understand it at that time. And through my story, I actually went through a roller coaster. Um, that kind of helped me realize that things happen for a reason. But at that time, I was really questioning what the heck was going on and what needed to do. Um, and so kind of just a summary and push forward a little bit. So my Aunt Davy went through a process. She was getting blood every single day. And the, through that process, I actually was able to donate blood because um, me and my Aunt Davy had the same blood type. And so awesome. I was helping through that. Um, but yeah, she went through multiple treatments, things like that. And a big thing that she actually went through that um, my mom was actually was able to be a part of that's that was a huge blessing was a bone marrow transplant. Yeah. Um, and I know during that process, I actually wanted to do it um, just because I, you know, I was young, healthy um, at the time, very active, a student athlete, you know. Um, I was willing to do that, you know, if I had to, but sometimes genetics and that stuff doesn't always work out and they have to test the right people. And so it was a huge blessing that my mom was actually a match. Um, and what was cool that during that process, I was actually able to see what that experience looked like. It was actually in Omaha, Nebraska at the medical center. Right. And so that was really cool. And 
you know, that experience was very eye-opening as well too, because there's, there's others out in the world that go through things like bone marrow cancer or just can't cancer in general. And that's, um, that can sometimes be a negative thing, but, um, what I wasn't realizing at the time is the Lord, my Lord, Jesus, Savior Christ was actually presenting something positive through that time. Um, and which was really cool. And so, yeah, that treatment went well. And, uh, it was kind of one of those things. It was, uh, going into that summer before my junior year, before, um, a kind of another big hurdle and kind of the big point that I'll get into the idea of a loss of a gift and a family member. Um, we thought that my aunt Davy was healed. Like the transplant went really well. Um, and she was doing really well. She was healthy. She was in remission. And what's interesting about uh, cancers, and especially uh, bone marrow cancer, there's actually three types. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is my Aunt Davy actually went through two of the three. And the second one was kind of more of a leukemia. And when mm-hmm. that one came in, it was, it was so strong. It was one of those things where I remember during the fall season when I was in the grindage of playing baseball um, and being a student, being a regular person, um, I got a phone call from my mom and it was, it was not, it was not a positive phone call. It was one of those things where you can always have a sense when you get a phone call like that, that it's just, it's not going to be good. And what it was is my mom said that the cancer did come back in form of leukemia. And basically there was not much that they could do. Like it was going to be one of those things where time is coming and, you know, uh, and that's always tough. Like I, I remember hearing that for me, that was tough. Um, but the thing that was just reminding me is, um, was my faith. And what was cool about that is my aunt Davy actually had a huge faith foundation as well. And so, um, and she was so positive and to that point, like, and I know a little bit later on, uh, um, one thing I'll say, my aunt was so positive and she, what really helped me a lot actually during this process is her being so positive. Um, and it's, it's truly amazing just to have people like that. Um, because you never know, like I said, you may be going through a a really good day, a really bad day, or you just, you just need to vent and talk to someone like I, in, in my job right now, trust me, I, I go through that a lot and it's, um, it can be positive for sure. both sides, for sure. Well, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, if you don't mind, just stop you there just for a second. I just kind of want to touch on a few things that you said. I think the first thing is that, um, you know, how, your, how important your faith was. And I think so many people face losses or, you know, I guess just really troubling times like that. And so when you're going through your everyday basis during that time, I know it's a tough period, but if you can kind of run me through it, what is allowing you to keep going like what's driving you and how are you able how are you able to view that situation and something where you could not I don't want to say learn from it because I think it's really tough to you know learn from something like that but how are you going through that situation sure um one of the three most important things that I've always valued in my life is faith family and friends and um touching on the point of faith um Faith for me was not something that I knew right away. I had to learn it and grow in it. Um, I I did, I grew up like 
in a in a like in a family oriented church home stuff like that going to church um but it was one of those things where I had to learn and I had to go through things like this Pat where uh where the Lord was teaching me different things to strengthen my faith um and like I said in the beginning like you go through things for a reason and sometimes we just don't understand it at the time and for me like in in as I'm going on in this story, like I didn't quite understand it at the time. Like I actually had to go through uh, more experiences throughout this to truly understand what was going to happen. Um, but what I will say about that too, is it, it does give you a lot of peace. In it. And that that's towards the end of the story. Like I've gained so much peace from it as well. I was about to say, I mean, maybe that idea of realizing that maybe we don't ever understand, you know, or, you know, or one day you do how much in, you know, current adversities, even, you know, obviously a lot more simple things, you know, things that aren't as gut wrenching as something like that. Um, how much does that perspective kind of help you? And I think could help so many others just realizing that some things are out of our control. Right. No, indeed. Um, one example, um, that I know so well that, for me has just happened so recently is uh, like COVID, for example, like in my job, I work with, I work with student athletes. Like I'm like in my position, I'm, I'm like an academic advisor. And one of the jobs I have to do is guide students through their learning and their process. Um, But also one of the things that's not always on there is just be caring, be willing to listen, you know, and I think COVID has taught us a lot about that. And I know there's been other situations, you know, as I've worked with different sports teams where they've had, um, where they've lost someone within the team, um, you know, just certain things. And it's one of those things, one of the things I always strive to do is just be open and caring to people, like be willing to listen um, and just hear them out. And sometimes I will say this, saying nothing and just listening can be really good. Um, because sometimes, sometimes I just, I, I don't, I don't know what to say, or I don't know, or I may not understand what they're going through, but I have been in other situations, um, that can be similar. Um, but like I said, just be willing to be open and listen to them through that. I think that that's such an important point is that, you know what, I think as friends and teammates and people and fellow athletes, you know, whatever community you're in, that's really important is, you know, that almost sense of humility is that we may not truthfully have ever gone through what they're going through, but mm-hmm. it's incredible for at least from, it sounds like your experience, um, that just being there for the person can be enough for them. And that can be enough. And I think I kind of want to touch on one other thing is where it was like, that can't always be easy. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, like just caring and being open and just listening. And so I guess when things aren't easy, do you feel like you react off of principles rather than emotions in your life? And is that something that maybe guides you? That's a really good question. Cause I feel, um, uh, I probably experienced both, you know, because here again, I'm only 27 years old, so I'm still pretty young. And I will say probably when I was in college, I would act on emotion. Um, But 
and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. We, we, we are people like we, you know, we, we react like, um, just like in baseball, like I, I'm trained. If someone's going to throw me a fastball, I'm ready. I'm ready to swing away. Um, but one of the things I have learned though, too, is being patient. And a lot of that stuff comes from the principles. Like I talked about, like faith, family, and friends. Mm -hmm. Um, and just, I think the biggest thing is just be willing to, you know, help others. Like the biggest thing I always tell, um, you know, students or people that I know really well is, and they're going either if they're going through something or not at all, is they're not ever alone through that. And I think that's so important. Um, because you just, you never know, you never know what is, what is truly going on or what that can have an effect on them. And so I think that is always so important to keep in mind. No, I think that that's really, really, especially during a time like now when there's so many things going on in our country and just our world period with, with like you said, the pandemic and seasons being canceled and just, I mean, you, you really never know what's going on in someone's life and just, um, just reaching out, just being there for people can really change a life. Uh, I've, I've found, and I think that that's what you're trying to get across. So, yeah, I think that that was awesome. So, I mean, you can totally continue on now. I just think that those were some really important, important points to touch on. Sure. Um, yeah, so I'll just kind of keep going forward. Um, so kind of just going a little bit forward in that season. Um, like I said, my, aunt was kind of at a tipping point where, it's kind of one of those things, if you can imagine like a sand of time, like there's not much time left. Um, but yeah, in that season, um, I went through something that, you know, for a lot of student athletes, you may have gone through something like this, or you may haven't. Um, but it was one of those things where <laughs> during my last baseball game, which is funny, it actually wasn't my last baseball game. Um, but the one that I thought it was going to be my last baseball game is um, I actually almost broke my hand and it was during the second or third inning. I actually took a pitch on my hand. And like I said, it was, it wasn't a curveball. It was actually, it's like a screwball. So if you can imagine a baseball that breaks into you um, and as baseball players, you always react to turn away from it. And so I did, I just didn't read it. Well, it hit me on the I'm trying to think the middle of my wrist on the almost upper part of my hand. And what was interesting, cause I thought it was broken, which I actually ended up not breaking it, which was a huge blessing. Um, and the reason I didn't break it is it was where it hit me was actually close enough away where it didn't hit the upper part of my hand, because there's so many little bones in your hand. Yeah. And if you had it shatters, um, but the, the pain was, well, if you can imagine, it hurt like crazy. Um, you know, as student athletes, sometimes we're trained to be tough and not shown emotions, things like that. Um, and for me, I did, I didn't want to leave the game. Like my emotions were at a peak, like it was so high. Um, and so I played the rest game and the bad thing about it, it was on my glove hand. So at the time I was playing in center field and I just remember every single inning being down on my knees and like praying to God, like help me through this, give me peace through this time. Um, and finally the game was over. And the, the really sad thing about it is that at that time, that was my last game. 
and my my emotions were so high and with my hand feeling like it was broken and being the last game and you know, everything that's been going on with my family and with my aunt I was really frustrated like I was in tears like full on tears but I was also so frustrated because I couldn't believe it was done and I didn't want it to be done and that's not a good feeling at all like if if you can imagine what peace is, I did not have peace that day. I had no peace at all. Um, I was so frustrated. I had a lot of fire in me. Um, but here again, like I said in the beginning, this is happening for a reason and it's, you know, I'm going to learn from it. Um, and that was frustrated. It was one of those things where it took, it took me a while. Like I had one of my really good friends who was a teammate of mine actually was trying to get me to come back out um, and play next fall because I actually had one more year left since I was going to graduate in December and I couldn't do it. I kept telling him no. And a lot of the reasons why I kept saying no is I was scared. I, 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 I wouldn't come out and say it, but I can say it now. I was so scared after something like that. And I just, I didn't have confidence in myself to do, do something like, like I said, with peace, I didn't have peace. And so that was hindering my confidence. Um, but the cool thing about it is that summer, I actually was able to be out in Southern California with FCA as an intern with the baseball program. And through that experience, um, my eyes were open. It was one of those things where I was starting to see more peace, um, and realizing that, you know, baseball is a gift from God. Like it has been a huge gift that I've loved so long. And it's one of those things that, you know, I've always cherished and it's, it's given me a lot of peace and it still gives me peace today, even though I'm not currently playing, but I love to watch the game and love to be around and love to talk to other people about it. Um, but yeah, it's given me so peace, so much peace that, um, I was ready to actually step back into it a little bit. Um, and what was kind of interesting as well is that same summer I lost my aunt, my aunt Davy, and here again, when you lose someone, whether you've lost someone or you know someone that has, lose, has lost someone, it's not fun. It's one of those things where you go through through different stages, um, and I did. Like what I went through was different than what my mom went through, what my sister went through, and even just like how I found out. Like it was. I had about two to three, maybe a month left in the internship and I wanted to go home. Like I actually fought my parents on the phone saying I'm coming home because how much my aunt David meant to me. Like I said, she was like a second mother to me. Um, she was someone that's always believed in me and kind of encouraged me to take the step further. Um, and so I was like, I need to be home. And my mom kept saying, no. I want you to stay, Davey would want you to stay, which was interesting. Um, before I went out to California, I actually did get to see my Aunt Davey one last time in Omaha before I left, right before it went south. Um, but yeah, that was hard. It was one of those things I, for about <laughs> half of the day, I, in my mind, I was like, I got to go home. And, but I had to go through that. That was step one. I had to go through that. And you know, that's, that's not fun. Like I, I personally don't wish that on anyone. Um, 
but that that just happened and like like I said in the beginning and like what Pat and I have been talking about um sometimes you go through stuff like that and God was teaching me something through that um I just have a quick question maybe because I mean obviously I've never I haven't personally gone through loss like that yet in my life. And so I maybe don't quite resonate with the feeling, but I'm sure many people that are listening do um, for sure. But how did you find strength during that time? You know, like how did you, I think one thing I'm hearing a lot of support system was huge. And then I think, you know, what else was giving you strength and giving you the motivation to push on, you know, being away from home being ready to get back into baseball and, you know, obviously going through a tough time with that. I would love, I think it'd be really important to hear. Yeah. So you, you kind of touched on the nail. I had a huge support system through that process. I had people back home within my family. I had um, people that I knew from Iowa state, other people. And then even the support system I had out in California with FCA and even my host family, like those people, they were huge um, impacts my life. And they was interesting is, they, they wanted me to go home. They would support me no matter what. And so that was kind of huge. Um, but I think what it kind of goes back to, Pat, is it comes back to faith. Like the three things that I talked about, because within that family or faith, family, friends, like family and friends can be so many different people. That can be your support system. Um, but it was faith. And it was one of those things at that time. I wouldn't say my faith was being challenged, but it was being looked at a different way because I was going, I was going through a tough time and I had that void in my heart. Um, But I was being reminded, like I said, through the, through the love and the gift of baseball that has been given to me and having someone like that, um, like my aunt Davy, who's watched me through that whole process. That was huge. And I'll kind of like, as I, you know, as I kind of close and get into the, where I actually played my last baseball game, um, I will actually touch on that a little bit. So that's actually, that's actually a really good question. Um, and if you want me to, I can actually jump into that now. If that helps. Go for too. it. No, go for it, man. That's great. That's perfect. Yeah. So yeah, jumping into that last baseball game, actually, um, it was one of those things where, yeah, that same, that same, that same, uh, that same season, like I had the season before, I went through some trials. I went through some injuries. You know, at one point I actually was told I should stop playing baseball. I had, I don't know if it was nerve damage, but I couldn't feel my hand up to my shoulder, which is not a fun feeling at all. Um, But it was one of those things through that experience I had out in California, my faith was being shown through that. And I was just like, no, I, I can't give up. God does not want me to give up through this process. He wants me to give it all, give it all to him. And what was interesting with that is I was able to do that on the mound um, for my last baseball game. And it, it was, it was kind of cool. Um, I actually had a routine that I did before I'd pitch. Um, so I would do my five warm up pitches and then after I got the ball back, cause they threw it down the second, third, and then I get the ball. I take my hat off and say a quick little prayer. And then I was ready to go. I'd slap my glove, ready to go. Um, and then as I was throwing each pitch, I had two verses from the Bible that I would actually say. And um, the verses are Psalms 23, four, even though that I walked through the valley of shadow of death, 
I shall fear no evil. Ron staff are there to comfort me. And then the other one was Philippians uh, 4.13. I can do all things through Jesus Christ who gives me strength. I would say those two verses, um, you couldn't see me doing it because um, fun fact, as a pitcher, we cover our mouse. So then the coaches can't see what we're doing because they can read stuff like that. It's just very strategic. And so I did that. Um, and then the last thing I would do is actually breathe. And then I throw a pitch. And so just every single pitch, I would do that. And what was really cool about that game is I actually got to experience what it looked like to play with God. And, you know, that that's a term that for a lot of people is very unknown. It's very, one of those things that can be very out of the body experience. Um, but it, in that experience for me, it felt like my best friend was my catcher. And what was cool about that is I had so much peace in, you know, that was, that was probably one of the best games I've ever pitched in my entire life. And fun fact about that, I've had some other good games. I almost threw a no hitter, um, but that tops that even just through that experience and just so much peace that I had through that. And even just the last piece of it, um, the way I ended it, um, I was able to end it on top. We ended up winning. Um, I struck the guy out and then um, I got the baseball back and then I dropped it. And that, that symbol right there, like as, as I dropped that baseball, that was the symbol of me. It's like, this is time to be done with baseball. This is, this is what peace looks like. This is what it should feel like. And the cool thing about that is I wasn't sure if I was going to experience something like that a year ago because um, with the other experience I had, but like we said in the beginning is, um, if you keep trusting, keep trusting the process and stay true to who you are, find, find the positive people, find the support system, um, find those things that make you who you are, that those values that are so important to you. Um, even when it's really dark and impossible, extraordinary things can happen. I know that, I, I know that, I know that's a lot right there, but it somehow makes sense. I think it speaks so true because I think, you know, in essence, what you're talking about is just having an identity, right? And like, you know, you find your identity through Christ and your family and friends. And, you know, I think that that is a huge, those are all huge factors of my life too, but I think so many others, but it doesn't, I think, you know, just a, a great point is I don't think it has to be, you know, those exact three for everyone as well, which right. is really important, right? It's just, I think, the most amazing point you made is like just staying true to who you are and realizing that every person is different and how important has that identity been to serving you throughout, you know, even after baseball, you know what I mean? I think that that goes through all life, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been huge. Like, obviously we, we still have really good days and we have really bad days as human beings. Um, but like we just said, staying true to who you are and finding that identity within yourself is so important. Because um, like what I'm doing now as I'm serving student athletes and helping them grow, helping them, um, you know, go through that journey, go through that process, achieve those goals, you know, win a national championship, get a 3.5 GPA, academic All-American, get into grad school, like whatever it is, get married, all that. Helping them through that and knowing that 
none of those things can be impossible. And I say that because at one point in my life, I had, I actually had people that told me things that are impossible. And I, that's, that's not true. And that's one thing that I try not to do to people. If there's something that they truly believe, whether I agree with it or not, I'm going to support them through that. And I think that's so important Um, because like we've just been talking about that can help them strengthen their positivity, their identity um, with what they want to do later down the road. Cause for example, after I, after I got done with baseball, Pat, one of the things I was not sure that I want to do, which is so funny because I'm doing now was being an academic advisor. Mm-hmm. That was one thing I truly fell into. That was something that, you know, Hey, I used to be a student athlete. I wanted, you know, I wanted to try something different. I wanted to help others for a change. And through my process with ministry and working with FCA and other students like that, that opened an opportunity there. And then when I got into it, I realized, Oh my gosh, I love this thing. Um, and I'm so passionate about it and it's, it's awesome. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those things you, you just, you never know what could happen. And that's, and I think that that's the key, right? Is just that, you know, no matter what is going on in your life, no matter how tough, like you said, you went from, you know, one year earlier, the toughest days of your life to the uh, one year later, you know, what you recognize is one of the best days of your life. And so I think it's so important to realize, I think something that I know you take, um, you know, cause you've told me something that you take close to art is that the best days are always ahead. Right? right. And I think that that is an amazing point and something that so many people could take. Sure. So no, seriously, I think, you know, your story is so inspiring, Ty. And, you know, I think I really take a lot of, you know, you talk about peace. I take peace from it because it really makes me realize that whatever I'm going through today may not be my struggle of tomorrow. And I think that that's a beautiful thing. So I really, um, I thank you so much for, you know, being, you know, willing to share your story and being so forthcoming with it. And yeah, just being willing to help others. It's a really awesome thing. Yeah, no problem, Pat. And then um, I just want to say thank you to you as well, because what you do is truly amazing um, with these podcasts and just helping um, people find an outlet. Because like we've been talking about, you, you just you just never know. And we just we, we don't know, like with these stories, how that can affect them. And so hats off to you, my, my brother. Like, like that's truly amazing with what you're doing now. And I'm. I'm truly excited to see how it, how it keeps going and like who else comes on and things like that. Like I'm, I'm excited and I'm very blessed and humbled that um, you've thought of me as well too. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely, man. I really appreciate it. And for everyone listening, Ty has got his book releasing and I'm I'm not sure why I know you finished it. Correct. But we're going through editing a couple months. Yeah. A couple months. All right. Well, Everyone be on the lookout for that. We will definitely be posting something about it on No Struggle, No Story. Uh, so if you want to hear further about Ty's story, then definitely give that a read. But alrighty, guys, uh, that'll conclude today's uh, episode. And, um, you know, Ty, thank you so much again, man. It was awesome. Yeah, no problem, Pat. Thank you.